welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode number 67, How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? Well, as some of you may know, New New Media, my latest nonfiction book, was published by Penguin Academics in early September. And on Ask Lev, another podcast that I do, I've been presenting a series of, well, roughly every week or two, about five, six minutes of observations on the various exciting things that happen both before and after a new book is published. I've talked about getting ready for my first radio interview about the book, about the beginning of the book tour, about the first book review that was published of New New Media, about the Kindle edition that just came out, about using your blog to help promote your book, and lots of other things. So I thought I'd put all of those podcasts together, all eight of them, into this one episode of Light On, Light Through, with no commercial interruption. So what you're going to hear next is David Hartwell, my science fiction editor, giving me an introduction, and then we'll go right in to the eight episodes of Ask Lev, and all of that will give you some, I hope, useful information about what it feels like to have a book published. Hello, this is David G. Hartwell. I'm a senior editor at Tor and Forge Books in New York. I've been editing science fiction since 1970. I've edited a lot of people over the course of my career, but I'm pleased to also be the editor of Paul Levinson. I edited his first novel, The Silk Code, and I edited his most recent novel, The Plot Saves Socrates, and all the books in between. Author Paul Levinson. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, what does it feel like to have a book published? Well, I can tell you it's a great feeling. Probably the only thing that's better than that is uh, being a father. But getting a book published is something really exciting. You're creating something new. With any luck, it may last a couple of years, even longer. I've had this feeling about 15 times. And in fact, you can see some of my books, some of my novels, and my nonfiction books about media at the asklev.mevio.com webpage. That's asklev.mevio.com. But I thought I'd talk to you today about what it feels like right now with just 16 days to go before my next book, New New Media, is published. Today is August 19, 2009, and New New Media will be published by Penguin Academics on September 4, 2009. So that's just 16 days from now. What this means is that the book has not only been already written, of course, but it's now too late for me to change anything in the book because it went off to the printer a couple of weeks ago. I'll give you a little more background. I signed the contract for this book with Penguin back in May 2008, and I turned in the manuscript in February 2009, and I made the final corrections to the page proofs, which was the last thing that had to happen before the book went to the printer at the end of July 
2009, just a few weeks ago. And so right now, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to it at the end of August, the book is actually being printed up. What's happening with the book are really a whole bunch of very exciting things. For example, I have signings and lectures being set up throughout September and October. I'll tell you more about those in another episode of Ask Lev. But also, right now, I'm looking forward to the book getting as much pre-publication publicity, that's the term for it, as possible. And in fact, today there are at least two places online in which the book is mentioned, not yet reviewed, but mentioned. One is in the Baltimore City paper, an article about Twitter. Twitter is one of the main subjects of New New Media. And another in an online site called SF Signal, that's short for Science Fiction Signal. They have a mind meld feature. And that MindMeld is hosting a discussion about the impact of blogging on publishing. And I contributed a few paragraphs, and New New Media is mentioned there as well. You can see the links for those two places also on the asklev.mevio.com webpage. So I thought what I'd do is use this day as the beginning of a countdown both before the book is published and then after the book is published, with maybe as many as 10, 15 Ask Lev episodes at various parts of the process. And so in the days ahead, you'll hear other episodes, and I can't even predict what will be in these episodes. If I find out that I'll be appearing on a television show or a radio show to talk about the book, I'll mention that. I'll tell you what it feels like to actually go to a bookstore and for the first time see my book on the shelves. That's really something very exciting. I remember the first time I saw someone in a bookstore picking up one of my books and looking at it, and that person didn't know I was there. It was very exciting. So I know that many of you have not yet published a book, but someday you might. And I hope you find this online countdown at Ask Lev to be of value to you in the future. And I may do other Ask Lev episodes as well, other than about my new book. But again, that's what we'll be concentrating on for the next five or ten episodes. So I'll be back with you soon with my next episode of Ask Lev and the special book tours. In the meantime, I'm Paul Levinson. Enjoy. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? And, you know, people ask me that question so often that I decided to do this multi-part series of Ask Lev episodes in which I tell you what it feels like, almost on a day-by-day -day basis, to have a book published. And in my case, the book is New New Media, which will be published by Penguin Academics on September 4, 2009. That's just 10 days from now. Today is August 25, 2009. And I woke up this morning to happily find that I was quoted with a mention of New New Media in the New York Times. 
That's on page five of their arts section. Now, actually, I didn't first discover this today, although I was happy to see it there today because I was interviewed by the reporter, Lisa Bernard, a few weeks ago. It's an article about Twitter and television shows that move from traditional broadcast television onto the web. And I was quoted on the issue of whether those shows can make money through web advertising. And this is something which I talk about to great extent in New New Media, both monetization on the web and Twitter as a way of promoting what you do on the web to the rest of the world. Now, how did I get into the New York Times? Well, in my case, I've been a professor at a major university for many years. I have 15 books published. I've been quoted in the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, the London Times many of the great papers in the world, and it's taken me years to get to the point where I can just rely upon the fact that sooner or later I'll be quoted in a major paper about something. But what good does that do you if you don't have those years of experience? Well, here's how to get quoted in a paper, in any paper. You live somewhere, right? If you are the author of a book, that means you have expertise in something, right? So just contact your local paper. Let them know about your book. Let them know about your expertise, whether it's a book about gardening or car repair or what you did on your summer vacation. And sooner or later, your local paper may be reporting a story on that topic, and they'll call upon you as an expert. How do you let your local paper know about that? Well, you can write up a press release and send it along with a copy of the book. You can just write a letter. It doesn't have to be a formal press release. If you know somebody at the paper, you can go down to the paper and say hello. Usually the smaller the town, the more happy they are to see an author of a book. But the point is, even in a huge city such as New York, the newspapers are interested in quoting authors of books. How many sales will this mention in the New York Times result in? That's very hard to say. And remember, this isn't a review of the book. It's just me quoted about something with the name of the book mentioned in the quotation. And that's a very important point also. Make sure, if you can, that if you are quoted in a newspaper article, that the name of your book is quoted there as well, mentioned there. Now, you have no control, ultimately, over what appears in the paper, but you can certainly ask the reporter if he or she can make sure that when you're identified, you are identified as the author of your book. And if you do that, I'm sure that sooner or later I'll be passing through your town, picking up a local newspaper, and hey, maybe I'll see an article with you and the name of your book mentioned in the article. 
And I'll be back here soon in the next few days with the next episode of Ask Lev as we get closer in the countdown to the publication of New New Media on September 4th, 2009. And by the way, you can find links to all the things we talk about on this podcast, in this case, the New York Times article I just mentioned, at asklev.mevio.com. Or if you're listening to this podcast today, hey, you can just pick up a copy of the New York Times and, again, go to the art section, page 5, and you'll find my quote. Close to the end of the article, but it's still there and it looks good. So I'll be back soon. In the meantime, I'm Paul Levinson. Enjoy. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, What does it feel like to have a book published? And you know the answer is it feels just great, and that's why I've been doing these series of podcasts. This is actually the third podcast in this series, and it's all about my book, New New Media, which will be published by Penguin Academics just a few days from now on September 4th, 2009. And today is September 1st, 2009, so it's getting very close. A lot of exciting things are happening. For example, I just today, for the first time, got some copies of the actual book. But that's not going to be the subject of today's podcast. Instead, I want to talk to you about a very important part of book publishing from an author's point of view, and that's going on a radio show and being interviewed about your book. Now, I've been interviewed on hundreds and hundreds of radio shows over the years about all kinds of things. And in fact, several times in the past year, and even more in the past few months, about new, new media. But tomorrow, on September 2nd, 2009, I'll have the first interview that's really specifically keyed to the imminent publication of New New Media. And that interview will be on WLW Radio, the big one, out of Cincinnati. And the interviewer will be none other than Mike McConnell. And that will be at 9 a.m. local Cincinnati time. And by the way, you can listen to this on the web anytime. Just do a search on WLW and you'll find a page where you can listen to this live. I'll also put up a link on the asklev.mevio.com show notes for this podcast. And... I'll also be interviewed on that same station, WLW, by Jim Scott, my old friend Jim Scott, on September 9th at 8.40 a.m. local time. And I say Jim Scott's my old friend, although we haven't been in touch for years. But a long, long time ago, in fact, way, way back in 1973, I met Jim when he was on WNBC-AM in New York City, and I was working for Murray the K, the great disc jockey, in fact, one of the all-time great rock and roll disc jockeys, on that station. I'll tell you about that sometime also. But I need to tell you that of all the various things that I do in the media, 
going on television, being interviewed by the press, writing articles and blog posts. Probably my favorite thing is going on the radio. And I guess that's not surprising. That's why I'm doing podcasts as well. But it's really great if you think about it. You know, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Your hair can be all messed up. In my case, I don't have that much hair to get messed up. But in any case, it doesn't matter whether it's combed or not. You can do it anytime, night or day, from your home. All you have to do is be more or less awake I've done interviews at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, early in the morning, in the afternoon, during the middle of the day, late at night. And it's never been easier to do an interview on the radio because nowadays with cell phones, it's just so easy to be in touch. And it's very easy for a radio station to make a pretty good recording when the person who's talking isn't even in the studio. Now, I, I will actually be doing some radio interviews, which I'll tell you about in a week or two, where I will be traveling to the radio station. But the nice thing about this interview tomorrow, September 2nd, is I'll be right here at home talking to Mike McConnell. Radio, of course, predates television. If you know your media history, you know that radio was invented by Guglielmo Marconi, uh, at the beginning of the 20th century. And in the 1920s and 30s and 40s, it was pretty much the only live game in town. And television came along and stole a lot of radio's thunder, but radio continued to still be a very, very successful medium, mostly by playing rock and roll and music, but also as a medium of talk. And, of course, talk show radio is one of the prime formats of radio today. And there's really nothing better for an author than to get on these shows and talk about your book. How do you get on these radio shows? Well, once again, it's all based on connections. It's a question of who you know. But the good news is if you don't know anybody in radio, but you live anywhere near a radio station, even hundreds of miles away, hey, give the station a call. Give the uh, program manager a call. Introduce yourself. You know, I mentioned when I was talking about being quoted in the New York Times in episode two of this series of How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? I mentioned that local newspapers are always glad to hear from local authors, well, the same is true with radio stations. And as I also mentioned, if you're an author of a book, you're an expert in something. Now, obviously, if you've written a novel, the book might not have as much obvious information and expertise as a nonfiction book. But, hey, even novels have all kinds of information that listeners might find of interest. So don't be shy. Give the radio station a call, send them a copy of your book, and I think you have a pretty good chance of getting on the radio station. And I hope you have a chance to listen to me tomorrow, or you may be listening today if you're listening to this podcast on September 2nd. And again, if you're in the Cincinnati area, you know about WLW. But even if you're not, just do a search, just Google WLW. 
And as soon as you get to that main page, you'll find a place where you can click and listen to my interview live, which again is at 9 a.m. Cincinnati time, or as they say in Cincinnati, Cinti time. And you'll also find a link for this at asklev.mevio.com. And I'll be back here very soon with some more firsthand thoughts on what it's like to have a book published. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? And that's why I've been doing this special series of episodes of Ask Lev, in which I answer that very question. Because today is September 5th, 2009, and my latest book, New New Media, was actually published a day ahead of schedule on September 3rd, 2009. And that's another reason why I haven't done one of these episodes for the past few days, because I've had my hands full in a very happy way dealing with the publication of my book. Now, first of all, what does it mean that the book was published? Well, that part is pretty simple. It means that people can buy the book and get it shipped right away, or you can walk into a bookstore and either order the book, or if the bookstore manager is on top of his or her game, buy a copy of the book right there in the bookstore. So that became possible on September 3rd. And on that day, for the first time, I noticed on Amazon, it said, the book is in stock. And people have been telling me that they've received the book and they're starting to read it. So that, of course, makes me very happy. Now, another thing that happened two days ago is the publisher of the book, Penguin Academics, also part of the Pearson Higher Education and Allen and Bacon series of companies, produced a really, I think, nifty 30-second video promoting new new media. Now, you can see this by going over to asklev.mevio.com, and there's a link there that you can click on, and it'll take you right to the video. Now, promo videos for books... I think are a very good idea because they show people what the book is about in an entertaining, very easy to access way. And as a matter of fact, you don't have to be a professional to get a good video, a good video trailer, as they're sometimes called for your book. If you are at all familiar with animated PowerPoint, if you know how to put a presentation together, it's relatively easy to do that for your book. You just write out some copy, you put the words on the screen, you alternate that with pictures of your book, you have a flashy song in the background, and you're pretty much there. On the other hand, you may have a friend who is better at that than you might be, so ask your friend to do it. I was lucky because my publisher did it. That's one of the benefits of going with a big publisher. There are lots of benefits, by the way, in having your book published by a big publisher, but it's not all a bed of roses. One of the good things about going with a small publisher is you usually have more to say, more control over what happens with your book. 
So here we are, two days after new new media has been published. Here are some of the things in store that I'll be talking about in the next few podcasts. Next Wednesday, that is this coming Wednesday, which is September 9th, I'll again be on WLW 700, the Cincinnati station, but this time with my old friend Jim Scott. And you can see the exact time again at the asklev.mevio.com webpage. On Thursday, I'll be taping an interview with Bob Mann for his Sirius radio show. That's Sirius, S-I-R-I-U-S. I can never spell that right. That's obviously not Sirius, although it is Sirius, but it's the name of the star system. In any case, I'll be taping an interview with Bob Mann, and I'll tell you in a subsequent podcast when you can listen to that on your Sirius radio. And also on Thursday, that is this coming Thursday, September 10th, I'll be doing my first in-person signing for Nunu Media at the Neiman Marcus store in White Plains, New York. And we have a whole bunch of other signings following, a whole bunch of radio appearances. So keep tuned to this podcast, and I'll be happy to tell you all about that. In the meantime, I'm Paul Levinson. Enjoy. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? Well, it feels fantastic, and that's why I'm continuing with this multi-part series, part of the Ask Lev podcast, entitled, How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? Today is September 14th, 2009, and New New Media, my latest nonfiction book, was published on September 3rd, 2009. And events are really picking up. The pace is frantic and exciting. For example, today, I was in Manhattan at CNN's huge Time Warner complex on 58th Street, taping an interview with CNN International. That's going to air on Wednesday, September 16th at 4.40 p.m. A few days ago, I taped an interview for a radio show, Let's Consider the Source, with Bob Mann. That's going to be aired on Sirius Radio, that's channel 196, and XM Radio, channel 133, on Tuesday, September 15th at 7.30 p.m. And also Tuesday, September 15th, which is tomorrow... I'm taking the Acela down to Washington, D.C. to be interviewed by Kojo Namdi for his show on WAMU. That's an NPR station. And that'll be from 12 noon to 1 p.m. However, what I wanted to talk to you about tonight, and I'll tell you more about those various interviews and further interviews in later episodes of this podcast, but what I wanted to talk to you about now was the first signing of New New Media, which took place, let's see, it already seems like a long time ago, last Thursday night, that was September 10th, at the Neiman Marcus store in White Plains. Now, you might ask, what is a book signing doing at a high-class fashion store like Neiman Marcus? Well, they had a special event then called Fashions Night Out. 
and they thought it would be a good idea to have an author on hand, and they had a band on hand, a very good jazz band, and several other special things to attract customers. And so people walking around the store would have something interesting to look at, and maybe they'd stay a little longer and buy some of the latest fashion clothes. And to my delight, I sold 10 copies of New New Media within about an hour. And that's actually pretty good. You know, I've done book signings over the years where I've driven 300 miles. I show up to the book signing. The only people who are there, maybe a total of three in the audience, are two people who work for the bookstore and some drunk who wandered in and fell asleep. Well, there were a lot of people wandering around the store looking for new clothes and ties and all kinds of fashion accessories. And 10 of them stopped by my table and had me autograph a copy of New New Media, which they then purchased. And by the way, I only knew three of those 10 people beforehand. Three people who knew me did show up to the signing, but seven people that I had no idea who they were bought the book. So I hope they're enjoying it. My next signing, as of now, and these things get set up pretty quickly, will be in Philadelphia at the University of Pennsylvania Bookstore on September 30th. Well, I'll tell you all about that, as well as some more of these interviews that are coming up. I hope you had a chance to see the video that I was talking about last time, that really cool video. You can find a link to it on the Ask Lev Mevio webpage. That's asklev.mevio.com. And I'll be back here soon with another episode of Ask Lev. In the meantime, I'm Paul Levinson. Enjoy. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? Well, that's why I've been doing this series of Ask Lev podcasts called How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? The book I've been talking about is New New Media, which was published by Penguin Academics on September 3rd, 2009. Seems like a long time ago, but it was really just a few weeks ago. Today is September 29th, 2009, and I wanted to tell you about the next big step in the publication of this book and how it feels to me as the author. So this is part six of How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? Well, tomorrow, September 30th, I'll be traveling down to Philadelphia from the New York area to give a talk and have a signing for New New Media at the University of Pennsylvania Bookshop. They're located at 3601 Walnut Street, and I'll be there from 7.30 to a little after 8.30. So one thing, if you're anywhere near the Philadelphia area, hey, come on by. It would be great to meet you. Even if you don't buy a book, it'll still be fun to say hello. Now, book signings, as you know, are an important part of any publication of a book, and especially in the month or two after a book is first published. And as you know, I've already done several events in the New York area. The inaugural signing at Neiman and Marcus a few weeks ago went very well. 
But my signing in Philadelphia will be the first out-of-town signing for New New Media, the first out-of-town talk and signing. I'll be going down there by train. I could drive down there. It's about, uh, oh, about a two-hour and change drive from where I am in New York. But if you're a writer, you'll understand why I like taking the train. I can get some writing done on the train. You know, I should do a podcast just about riding trains and writing. I've really done some of my best writing on trains going to various events, science fiction conventions, book signings. There's something very exciting about going to an event as an author and getting some writing done on the train. By the way, my second Phil D'Amato novel, science fiction mystery novel, called The Consciousness Plague, was written on the way to a science fiction convention in Chicago, which I took a train to just to see how much fun that would be. And there are some sections of the book where I actually worked into the storyline what was going on on the train. So I'll let you know after this event how it goes. Again, as you've heard me say before on previous episodes of Ask Lev, you can travel 300 miles to a book signing, and the only people who show up are two people who work at the bookstore and a drunk who wandered in and fell asleep. On the other hand, you can do a signing next door with no promotion, and you can have 40 or 50 people. So you never can tell. One thing, though, that does make sense to do is send out an email announcement, send out tweets uh, to anybody that you know in the area in which you're doing the signing. People like that. Nobody gets offended when they get an invitation or even just an announcement to an event that you are doing as an author. Don't do it too far before the event because people tend to have short attention spans. I recommend doing it a day or two before the event. Send out an announcement and maybe another announcement on the day of the event. So I'll be back here in a few more days to let you know what else is going on in the publication of New New Media. If you're an author, by the way, it does pay to call up bookstores and other venues, even if they're not literally where you are, because especially if you're not too far away, if you can get there in an hour or two or a little longer by train or car, it might work for you, and the bookstore will be glad to see you. So I'll be glad to see you if you come by the event tomorrow. Again, it's September 30th at 7.30 p.m. at the University of Pennsylvania Bookstore, 3601 Walnut Street in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Or I'll be happy if you keep listening to these podcasts, which I hope you're enjoying. And I'll be back here soon. In the meantime, best of luck with your writing. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? And as I've been telling you, it feels pretty good, and that's why I've been doing this special series of Ask Lev episodes entitled, How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published? Today is October 11th, 2009, and I thought I'd talk to you about a question that people often ask me. I've had a book published. I also have a blog. How can I use my blog to help get word out about my book? 
Well, that's a very good question. Uh, first of all, sometimes books can derive from your blog in the first place. In fact, my latest book, New New Media, that was published in September, in many ways was inspired, I was inspired by the response I got to many of my blog posts, which were about New New Media, about the impact of Facebook and Twitter and podcasting, all of those things. So there is a significant connection already, many times, between your blog and your book. But what about after the book is published? Well, this wouldn't apply to fiction. If you have a novel published, which of course is wonderful, but if you have a nonfiction book published and the topic of the book is about a current ongoing series of developments, then a blog can be a great way of keeping your readers up to date on what you have written about in your book. So what I did is, a few weeks ago, I started a blog series called What's Newer Than New New Media? And if you go to the New New Media book page, which is newnewmediabook.com, and you scroll down a little, you'll find the listing for two blog posts that I've put up in the last few weeks. One is about Amazon and what it did over the summer when it recalled from its Kindle devices copies of George Orwell's 1984. Amazon apparently did not have the proper copyright permissions to make that book available on its Kindle, but it apologized later and very quickly to all of its Kindle owners for deleting that book. Now, this happened right after I handed in the very, very final corrections to Penguin Academics, the publisher of New New Media. So I thought it would be a good thing to let my readers know about. You'll also find a second post in the What's Newer Than New New Media series about the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, and its decision to fine bloggers up to $11,000 if the bloggers endorse a product and are paid to make such an endorsement, but they don't disclose that they were paid to their readers. In my view, that is a highly unethical thing for a blogger to do, but I don't think the remedy is having the big hand of government getting involved in blogging to the point of fining errant bloggers. We have a First Amendment in this country which protects the press even when it does deceitful things. So I think these bloggers should be denounced but not fined. In any case, you can read this and my future entries into the What's Newer Than New New Media series as I mentioned, by going to my newnewmediabook.com page. But if you are someone who has just published a nonfiction book, anything about a current ongoing series of events, consider doing something similar. Even if you don't already have a blog, set up a new blog and use that blog to keep your readers up to date 
on what you have discussed in your book. And in that way, if you think about it, your book will never go out of date. And I'll be back here soon with another episode of Ask Lev. In the meantime, best of luck with your writing. The Light on Light Through podcast. My name is Paul Levinson, and people often ask me, how does it feel to have a book published? Well, as you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts, I've had many books published, and I recently had a book published, in fact, at the beginning of September 2009, called New New Media. And so I've been doing this series of episodes of Ask Lev, entitled How Does It Feel to Have a Book Published, to sort of take you along on this exciting roller coaster ride, which every author has whenever a book that they wrote is published. It's now the end of October 2009, and today I wanted to tell you about the Kindle edition that came out a few weeks ago of New New Media. As you may know, Kindle is a device sold by Amazon. It's really a magical device in many ways that allows you to order books instantly. They're delivered to you through Amazon's WhisperNet, which is a sort of Wi-Fi system. You can be anywhere in the United States or North America, and in fact, Amazon is now extending its instant delivery so that it will be global. And this is a remarkable thing because if you think about it, previously if you wanted to read a book, you had two choices if you didn't already have the book in your hand. One is you could drive over to a local Barnes & Noble or Borders or a local independent bookstore if it is in driving distance, or you could order it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or another online bookstore. But the best you could get in that case would be overnight delivery, and you had to pay a lot of money for that as well. But now, it could be 2 o'clock in the morning, and if you have an urge to read New New Media or any of the other many books that Amazon's Kindle system has available, and you've purchased a Kindle piece of equipment, costs about oh, a little under $300, so it's not cheap. But if you've made that purchase, you can get that book instantly. And that's a very exciting possibility for both readers as well as authors. Because, of course, what every author wants is for his or her books to be read by as many people as possible. And one of the ways you make that happen is you make it as easy as possible for your potential readers to get your book. And I'm happy to say that New New Media has been doing very well in its Kindle edition which, by the way, is over 40% cheaper, less expensive, than the list price of the paperback edition of New New Media. When I checked just a few minutes ago, the Kindle edition of New New Media was number 73 in the words and language section of Kindle's listings. And a few days ago, it was even higher. So... The book is selling very well, and something else that might be of interest to you if you are an unpublished author is you know that New New Media was published by Penguin, a very 
big international publisher, a very successful publisher. But you don't have to have a big publisher to get your book on Kindle. In fact, some authors publish their own books and get them on Kindle. Now, as you also know, I think you should exhaust all of the options you might have, all possibilities to get your book published by a legitimate publisher. And I don't mean paying a publisher to publish your book. I mean finding a publisher who likes your book enough to publish it and maybe even give you an advance for that book. But if you've exhausted all those possibilities and you have a book that's on a timely topic or you're just really keen on getting the book published as soon as possible, which most authors, including me, are, well, then you might think about publishing the book on your own, creating a company, and then getting it published on Kindle. So... I'll continue to keep you updated on my adventures as New New Media goes into its third month of publication as we move into November 2009. And I'll also be back here answering other questions about the life and times of a writer, namely me. And you know, every writer is different. I'm not only a writer, I'm a professor, but we do have something in common. We all love writing, and we all want to see our books published, and if possible, make some money from that. So I hope that happens for all of you, and I'll be back here soon with another episode of Ask Lev. In the meantime, best of luck. Athens, 2042 A.D. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Sierra had always done everything for the thrill. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Entertainment Weekly says the plot to save Socrates is challenging fun. The New York Daily News says it's a Da Vinci-esque thriller. And Curled Up with a Good Book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. And I wanted to tell you about our lightonlighttrue.com webpage. We've spruced up that webpage, and there are all kinds of new things there which you might find of great interest and value. In particular, we have a whole bunch of sponsors who have given us special coupons and codes that give you all kinds of discounts to their services. 
For example, you'll find a link on lightonlightthrough.com to Angie's List. And if you click on that link, you'll get 25% off your membership on Angie's List. And we also have links to Avis, Budget, eHarmony, eMusic, The Wall Street Journal, Blockbuster Video, and many other sponsors. So when you have a chance, especially if you're just listening to this podcast and you haven't yet been to the webpage, go over to lightonlightthrough.com. That's L-I-G-H-T-O-N-L-I-G-H-T-T-H-R-O-U-G-H dot com and avail yourself of all those opportunities. All about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. Well, I hope you found that useful and enjoyable. And I'll be continuing to do that series of podcasts over on Ask Lev. If you'd like to listen to them directly there, you can log on to asklev.mevio.com. And you can listen to these podcasts individually and hear new podcasts anytime you like. Actually, there's also a phone number that you can call anytime to listen to these podcasts. And Ask Lev also has advice for writers that go beyond just what I'm saying about how it feels to have a book published. You'll find episodes there that talk about how to make sense of royalty statements, how you should try to find an agent, all kinds of useful things if you are trying to break in to the professional writer's market. So that phone number is 510-248-0382. You just call it. It is the cost of a phone call, but other than that, it won't cost you anything, and you'll hear the episodes of Ask Lev. For that matter, you can hear Light on Light Through anytime you like at 415-223-4122. And as long as I'm giving out phone numbers, if you like television reviews, Levinson News TV reviews is at 415-223-4124. I'm currently reviewing Dexter, Fringe, Flash Forward, House, Mad Men, all the great television shows. I'll, of course, be reviewing 24 and Lost when they come back on the air in 2010. So if you're out somewhere driving or taking a walk, you can just call any of those numbers and listen to those podcasts. The Light on Light Through podcast. And that's the sweet music of our promo suite. And you're going to hear promos from Mike Thinks News, the savviest podcast in town. You're going to hear from the night guy in Israel. For Sean Farrell's patio book of my first novel, The Silk Code. We're just about out of time. I look forward to talking to you next time. In the meantime, sit back, relax. And enjoy.
check out the Mike Thinks podcast, www.mikethinks.com. News and current events with an opinion. The Mike Thinks podcast. It's the news you missed. www.mikethinks.com. The time in Israel is uh, two minutes after midnight. Your life is ticking away, moment by moment. Your coffee is getting cold. The time in Israel is 41 minutes after midnight, and that's true, by the way. Hi there. Do you think this world is surreal enough? Join me for an exploration of the most surreal aspects of this world on a podcast gone horribly wrong. Interviews with creative people, 100-word stories, short essays, and much, much more. Find me at nightguy.guidefeed.com Come and join the fun, and may you never have to listen to music you don't like. Did you hear the The Locus Award-winning novel by Paul Levinson comes to life in this free podcast novel. Journey into the ancient world. Witness the wonder of ages past and join Phil D'Amato in a struggle against forces both ruthless and unseen. Visit www.thesilkcode.blogspot.com to learn more about the author and the novel. And subscribe today at patiobooks.com.